everybody, welcome to the very first episode of Kyle and Anthony's Boo Shindig. I am Mr. Carl Sell. And I am Monsieur Anthony Saramendiff. And we are going to be talking today about Fargo, a beautiful film by Steve Buscemi. Not by Steve Buscemi, he's just in it. Can we go back to this? Did you say why? Monsieur? Monsieur? Yeah. You fuck? Yeah. You bastard, you French fucking... No, I'm going to surrender real quick. Uh... Nah, <laughs> alright, no, no more, no political talk, this is just about Steve Buscemi in the Bushindig, and we're gonna basically just explore Fargo, it's this movie and it's all its beautifulness, and Buscemi's role in the film and just how he fits in and... It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. But it's not French, though. No, it's not French. So why are you speaking French? You know, you've got to reach multiple countries, you know? By saying one word in yeah, French. Yeah, you'd be like, welcome, monsieur! <laughs> You gotta know. And then got... So right. So so we should. So the next episode we'll we'll open it in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll get the Japanese listeners in for a good Japanese. ten seconds. I don't know Japanese. Uh, I don't know. I learned some in primary school. Wait, I think. what's some Japanese? I mean, Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I remember we did like um, you know, we did head, shoulders, knees. It was like uh, ichi ni san roku nana. I think it's something like that. It's like head, shoulders, knees, toes, or something. Just for context, I'm in. I'm in Carl's lounge room, and he's wearing my fucking tiny sunglasses. And I'm and he's singing, singing in, in Japanese. Japanese. And this shit's funny. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, Fargo, do you want to explain the plot? Because you had to explain it to me before properly, because I was a little bit confused. Yeah, that's not a good sign to be confused. No, I wasn't confused. It was just like, I was so focused on Steve Buscemi while watching the film that it just kind of like uh, sit by me a little bit. I, I understood yeah. the plot. It's just... Alright, so you get through the... Spoilers, by the way, for this whole episode, we're gonna talk about spoilers. Steve dies. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> yeah, you give better listen quickly, man. You just spoiled the end of the movie in the first two minutes of the episode. That's alright. We, we know. We, we know, know now. We know now. He's, well, he famously dies in like a lot of the movies. Yeah, even. because he's like a slimy character that always gets killed. Except for in the Big Lebowski, the poor bastard. Oh, that's so sad. It is sad. But that's for later. It's for weeks later. Later, 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 later. later. I mean, later. we're talking about like in the. Next few weeks. Yeah. Maybe. Months, probably. Months. Yeah. Well, we got our first five episodes mapped out, which is going to take like... Ten weeks. It's no. double the time. Didn't we say... Every... But we're doing two today. So like... Aren't we recently do that? Yeah, two, two today. Yeah. So like, what, like six, six weeks? Oh, six weeks, yes. Yeah, maths. Nice. <laughs> Alright. Oh, yeah, um, the plot. Right. The... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, the plot. So, okay. So, it's about... General general plot, not getting too deep into it. There's this man named Jerry, played by William H. Macy, who we both know from Shameless. Yes, Frank Gallagher. Frank Gallagher in Shameless. He goes and hires Steve Buscemi, and the guy whose other name I don't know, but he's in the start of John Wick 2, and he's like, who the fuck can do that with a pencil? <laughs> That's all he is, you know? Uh, I think his name is... um. Grimshot. Is that the <laughs> no, character's no, name? He's in, just in the movie. I don't know I that forgot his, name. Uh, his name. I just know him as... He was in... You ever played Until Dawn? Yeah. Yeah, he's like that psychiatrist dude. Yeah. I, remember, I was like, oh my god. And then he's in John Wick 2 and he's like, you've killed a guy with a pencil, the fucking do that. You know, the taxi driver guy or whatever. And then he's in this movie, play, he plays a mute. Yeah, he's very... He, yeah, well, he plays he speaks sometimes. But yeah. anyway, so... They, so <laughs> Jerry hires Steve Buscemi and John Wick 2 man to kidnap Jerry's wife so he can get ransom money to pay off his debts and to get just to be a sleazy little rich man that's the basic plot and it's a fucking good movie it's pretty suspenseful there's a lot of yeah. Buscemi in it which is always chef's kiss yes 
Bushevkis. I've nailed that. <laughs> I've nailed that. How do I do it? All right, we're cutting this out of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's just like just straight out of the the gate. Um, is that the expression? Out of the gate. Right out of the shemmy. Right, right out of the sh- right out of the shemmy. I like that. Um, I hate Jerry's character. He's oh so, yeah, he's such a cunt. He's like, one of those people that you just like. He's the worst kind of con artist because he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm such a good guy. I'm doing this. And then when you call him out on he's like, oh, buddy, tell you what, I don't do it. Do it buddy, tell I have so much, like, like hate for him because uh, especially the part when his son's crying and he's like, nah, your mom's fine. We'll give him the money. He'll be okay. And he's, his, son, his, son's his like, son's freaking he's out. He's freaking dude. out. And then he's, he's, his father-in-law gets killed. Oh, yeah, at the end. And then... And then he's just like, okay, he puts him in the boot, goes back home. He's like, oh, I'm going to sleep. Good night, son. Yeah, and I'm dude, like, this one, what like, a shitty father. Yeah, this one scam, like, fucking kills, like, six people or something. Just to get a little bit of money. Like, seriously, 40 grand. Like, that's, like, a year's worth of money for Oh, nobody scams to try like, to get, like, a million out of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true that. I f- yeah, what right. a fucking sleazy yeah. donkey. He's an ass. Even Frank Gallagher wouldn't do that. And, uh, yeah, he would. But Buscemi, like... Anyway, we won't go about the end of the movie because that's just going to be... But I'm just saying, Jerry's... A, he's, he's not a very nice man. Um, it's annoying. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, we want to talk about C. Buscemi's character. C. Buscemi basically plays Carl... Uh, Show... Show Walter? Shot Walter? Show Walter? I honestly did not pay attention to his character's name. Every time I see a C. Buscemi movie, I just go... Buscemi. <laughs> well, so we'll just call, call him Bush, Buscemi. 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 Um, I'll let that in between the two. Uh, <clears throat> he basically, uh, is, uh, the partner to, uh, Grimshad, which is the mute, and he's, ba- he's not a mute, but he's just really silent, really intense, and he's just an asshole. Um, and basically the whole plot of the movie is them going around trying to get, uh, the money and carrying hostage, uh, uh, J- uh, J- Jerry's wife? Yes. Yeah, Jerry's wife. Um, and... Let me just quickly get this out of the way so then Carl doesn't get angry at me. I love the scene where Jerry's wife bites uh, <clears throat> Grimshud on oh. the hand. And Grimshud is just like, looks at his hand and is like, I need Ungwant. Yeah, I Who's <laughs> saying that over I love that bit. So there's like, in that, that whole sequence of the kidnapping, I don't know what it is. I found it so <laughs> fucking funny. That right at the start, right? Sammy walks, Sammy walks in the window. <laughs> He looks so funny. Yeah, yeah that's, that's another thing. It's like, um, the, the Buscemi uh, walks up to the window and yeah, he's, he's looking inside and stuff like that. Flag. And uh, fucking, <laughs> uh, Jerry's wife is just sitting on the couch. Just like, looking at him. <laughs> and I was thinking, just move. Like, oh, what, get out of there. Yeah. And then uh, he breaks through and then she starts screaming. Yeah. And then Grimshaw just bursts through the door. Yeah. And, it's a pretty uh, intense scene. Yeah, it's intense, but... uh. I need Gwant. Uh, I'm Gwant. Uh, but uh, he... Grimshot is just... Scary. Yeah. But he was actually really smart because in that scene, she like, she went upstairs, but she opened the window to look like she escaped, but she was behind the bathroom. Um, the curtains. The curtains. curtains. And uh, Grimshot looks in the mirror. He's in the mirror getting he's Ungwant. Like, uh, he's like, I'm Gwant. And then he looks in the mirror and then he's like, oh, I bloody got him. And then uh, he grabs... He, well, she runs and then she falls down the stairs and that's that. Uh, it's a completely... Semi-related, but you ever like when you see a movie and there's in the bathroom, right? And they have a medicine cabinet in there. I don't think I've ever seen one of those in real life. I have one at home. 
Are you serious? Do you know the mirror that we were taking the photos the other day for the um for the for the, for the cover? Work? That mirror is it? No fucking way. You, I'll, I'll send you a photo when I get home tonight. You just you just pull it open and there's like a bunch of medicine stuff in there. Ours is in like in the kitchen in the top shelf where it's like it's in a, it's in like a, a blue tub because I don't have them. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen one. It's in the wall, so you wouldn't never realize it. It's, it's fucked up. Yeah, man. I know, right? Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So they attempted kidna- kidnapping. I thought I wrote on my notes attempted kidnapping because I thought she died when she fell down the stairs initially. Like she she oh. uh, Grimshad poked her and then there was no movement. Was, I'm like, oh, oh okay. thought uh, she uh, was dead. So that was that was like one of the funny points of the movie where the, that kin- whole kidnapping scene was just like was just like it's good. It was it was just funny. It was it was all it was, a mess. It was a it's everything you wanted from Steve Buscemi. He's funny. He's there's scariness. I'm scared of Buscemi in this scene, but usually I'm in love with Steve Buscemi. I wasn't scared. I knew it was him. He was I, the short man trying to break funny in. Looking. I love how in this movie everyone describes <laughs> yeah, Steve Buscemi yeah, as yeah. funny looking, just generally. It was like uh, uh, I, I love it when um, Marge, the officer, so she's a character who played a big part in dis- uh, discovering this whole thing. Uh, she basically led the investigation. Um, and uh, she was interviewing people and she was interviewing the two girls that... Uh, oh, the prostitutes that, or whatever, the, yeah. The escorts that they uh, had sex with. And um, they're all like, uh, like oh, Steve Buscemi is like that, that funny looking guy. That funny looking guy. And then they also said, oh, he was also circumcised. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why I found it funny. And earlier in the movie, um, there, uh, there, uh, Steve Buscemi and um, Grimshot are in the car, and they're both driving. And Grimshot's like, oh, "I want pancakes." And then Steve Buscemi's like, "No, we had pancakes for breakfast." <laughs> and I'm like, "This is gonna be good." And it's like, "All right, how about this? We stop at a motel and we get laid." Get- uh, so I'm hungry now, like- you know. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it's like, "Okay, how about we get some pancakes and then we get laid." And then a couple scenes later, it just it just cuts to them and they're having rough sex on a bed um, next to, like bed side by side, and they have the escorts on the bed. Oh, how adorable! And it was it like it, it caught me off guard. It was <laughs> That's so how loud. you know they're best friends. Yeah, they <laughs> you can have sex in the same room next to each other. Um, but uh, it was I don't know that was that was funny. Grimshaw just like I want to pick. It was my favorite character. He was an ass. Yeah, but it was my favorite character. That's great. I like yeah. Um. Yeah, Steve Buscemi and that guy John Wick Two Man, they, they they appear in a lot of this. The director of these movies, the Coen Brothers, they did the Big Lebowski as well. They appear in quite a few of their movies, and they're very mwah. Buscemi's kiss. Um, what a good pun! I've nailed it. If we circle, if we circle around back to Jerry, that prick. That fucking. I I love how he when he ordered the car he got the um what's it called the spray called on the car it was like true spray or something like that like um there was a spray like a coat they put on the car and it cost extra and so this couple didn't ask for it but he put it on and he said oh you're gonna have to pay for it to try to scam them <laughs> and then in that scene the couple were like uh the the husband was mad and then he, uh, jerry's like okay Oh, I I'll go talk to my manager. Yeah, 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 Walks yeah. to his manager. Manager's watching. Is watching hockey or something. He asks the manager, "Can I have a ticket? Uh, do you have an extra ticket to the game?" Are you he's kidding like, me? Yeah, and he's like, "No, I don't." Blah blah blah. And then he goes back and he says, "We can take one hundred dollars off uh, the car." And I'm like, "This sleazy this bastard! Like he just like uh, I'd strangle him." Uh, yeah, I, 
that was really annoying. And um, another point is like that scene right at the end with uh, Marge. Marge goes to investigate him for the second time. And he just drives and off. He's like, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. I'm going to go check the stock, the inventory. And she just, turns, just sees him drive away. It's yeah. so fucking mean. And uh, then the few following scenes, he's in the hotel room and the, the police officers are, are at the door and there's a lot of He's trying to get out of the window. And he's like, he's like, open up. And he's like, I'll be there in a second. And then you're going through the window. They open the... I was really surprised. I thought they were going to bash down the door, but the, no, the, the, key. the, the guy with the key. Um, and you just see him just trying yeah, to get out of the window. Yeah, and that's it. And then the police officer put him on the bed and he's just squirming and squirming. Yeah. And he's like screaming and shouting. I'm like, this man did something so bad and I don't understand why he's resisting so much. It's not mm. like he's being wrongfully like arrested. Yeah. You're like, oh man, it's just a good, it's just a good flick. I forgot to write a lot of notes about this. Oh, dude, we'll talk about this when you just got here, but we are both bad at accents and figure oh, out where they're yeah. from we both thought this movie was set in Canada I thought too I know it was even snowy <laughs> yeah I know that, and for on only on my second rewatch of this movie <clears throat> like for rewatching it for this pod I found that it was just set in the US in Minnesota had no idea what their accent sounded like I thought the whole movie was in Canada with Steve Buscemi being just an American I the, the whole film like Marge and like Mike and Marge's husband and every like person that was Canadian quote unquote Canadian holding on my fingers and making bunny ears um were from Minnesota and the accent was 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 like so Canadian like that it was like every time they were like said something they're like yeah yeah and they were like oh it's like yeah yeah and then whenever she's like asking something like trying to get some more information she's like she's like you say you say do you know if they have this and this and this? And I'm like, this is Canadian. Yeah, I thought it was Canadian like, too. And the, every time she spoke, I got really annoyed because it just, it just like, it was a bit too like full on. Yeah. Um, but then she's from Minnesota, so I'm guessing it's Canadian. Yes. Oh, Maybe they migrated. What a shit state then. Yeah. No, 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 I've never been there. <laughs> never been in Minnesota. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, Marge is a okay character, and I was at the end, Marge. Like, we're going all over the place, but I don't, at this point, I don't care. It's first episode. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Marge, she goes uh, to go and s- inspect the lake house where they're staying at. And um, she goes and she finds uh, Grimshud chopping up Steve Semi <laughs> In the wood chipper. In, in the wood chipper. Yeah. And uh, and that during the whole scene, I know everyone, you know from early on, she's pregnant. And I thought she was going to die. Oh, did you? And I was like, she's pregnant and she's going to die. This is fucked. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, it was so intense. Really thinking about it, there was no point in having her be pregnant. Other than to make us freak out. Yeah. Like, I think that something bad would happen. It, it made me like, oh, they're going to die. She's going to die. And then when she approached, I thought he had a gun. He would have had a gun, but there was no reason for him to. Yeah. Um, but on the car ride back, that was intense. I thought he was going to pull out a gun and shoot her in the back of the head the whole time. And especially when the squad cars in front of her were coming with like the uh, the larger car to put uh, Grimshot in. Right. Uh, he was just looking at her. I'm like, no, nah, this is too intense. Like, okay, this whole scene is just too intense. scary boy. Yeah, he was... <laughs> just like me, because I'm super scary. Yeah. Ready but... for this? Boo. Oh, I've killed him. Anyway, uh, just for some scenery, I just dropped on my back and I hit my head on the box. Yeah, we should probably stop doing visual gags no, on the audio, should... <laughs> audio medium. No one can see this. <laughs> uh, only us. Um, uh, let's see. Um, uh, <laughs> Steve Buscemi's attitude the whole movie. Love it. 
Oh, um, coming out of the car park where he just pulled in to go get the fake, uh, to go get uh, the. It was. Yeah, he went into the car park. I don't know for what reason. Oh, and then he was coming out. Coming out, and he's so stingy about four dollars. Yeah. And the guy's like, "I need four dollars," and he starts going on a rant. I was like, "Oh, you want four dollars? I just pulled, just pulled in." And then he's like, "Oh, you want your fucking four dollars? Here you go." And then he just throws it at him and stuff like that. I don't know why, but it, it was really funny uh, seeing him get like so mad over four dollars. Like, come on, four. Um, and yeah, just deep just him. Beautiful. At, at the start of this movie, at the very start, before anything happens, on it says, based on a true story. Yeah. Yeah, I looked it up. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit? It's all bullshit. It's all fake. I thought so. Yeah, really? I, I, it seems like, okay, like, I get that, but look how many sides to the story they showed. Like, they showed, like, Carl and uh, Buscemi's, showed Marge's, uh, they showed, um, Jerry's, um, and they kind of went through a mix of the whole lot in the movie. But what indicated to me was, like, how would they know that Steve Buscemi would have done that stuff, even if Carl, uh, not Carl, uh, even if Grimshud, in real life, gave up the information, they would have never given up that much information about what they did, really. Like, how would they know? It's based on a true story. Yeah. The it's, only, it's pretty... The only thing that... I looked it up, the only thing that, uh, in the movie that happened in real life was, there was a guy, like, Jerry, who fucking hired, like, a... A killing or a kidnapping of his wife or something to that, get that, money. That doesn't surprise me. And then there was uh, somebody who fucking got rid of a body in a wood chipper. That was the only thing that was like, oh, we can take that and put them in the movie. That's the only thing that was like, quote, based on a true story or whatever. And the other true part is that Steve Buscemi was actually in real life and he actually did do all those things that you Holy saw in the movie. Fuck. He did actually get stingy with that $4. He did actually get shot in the he face. He got shot in the he face. He actually got wood chippered. He's, he's no longer alive. Uh, uh, Sorry, uh, so yes, you've said he's dead. This podcast is dead, and we're gonna we have a limited amount of content. Oh no, he's no longer acting. So we're not doing. So this is the only episode. Yeah, basically. Oh no! <laughs> what a waste of time this was. Um, um, I like Steve. I don't know. I don't. I don't really take many notes because I forgot to take notes. This is about as fucking all over the place as my other podcast, the Look Around Podcast. But you know what? You know yeah, another yeah. character yeah. to explore, Ship. In that movie, Ship comes in at the very end and Steve Buscemi's having sex with an escort. And, he, and then he, uh, Shep busts open the door, comes in, grabs a prostitute. Oh, the big Indian off, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he grabs Buscemi and Oh, how good is that? We're just kicking the, the shit yeah. out of Buscemi. Yeah. No, no. But that's just the, the thing. The neighbor just across the, 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 the hotel hallway comes to check. Shep grabs him, yeah. fucking hits him, hits, throws him into just one more. Fucks the him other. Up, dude. The escort runs. Shep comes on, kicks her in the middle of the back, middle of the back, and then she's on the floor crying, and then he grabs uh, Buscemi's belt, whips the shit out of him, oh, no, gets cut from his back, and Shep was like, I've never seen a man so furious in my life, and I was <laughs> like, it was so funny, because Buscemi was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he's just like, getting habit and stuff, um, and I don't know, I, I found like, some, it, was, it, was so, it was a scene so like, it's violent, but it's it was funny. really funny, Yeah, like it was just like, the, I don't know. Good times to be had. Yeah, good, good with times Mr. Buscemi. <laughs> um, this, like, and then a few scenes later, um, there's a scene with, uh, between Carl and the father-in-law of Jerry, um, or the, the wife of Jerry's father. Oh, when he's dropping father, off the money? Dropping off the money. And, um, Carl's like, drop the fucking money! 
And then uh, the uh, father-in-law was like, "Where is Jean?" Marge. Then, uh, uh, Marge, is it Jean? Marge? Jean. I'm a fuckhead. Marge is right. the officer. Yeah, no Jean, no money. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. No Jean, no money. And then he's just like, where is my wife? Where is Jean? And he's then like, he just shoots him. Throwing him more money. And then it's like, boom. He's dead. He just shoots him. He just shoots him. And, Steve, and then he doesn't think he shoot him again because he's not dead. Gets shot in the face. Gets shot directly. Yeah, ass. old bloke shoots him directly in the face. And then what Steve Buscemi does, he literally just fills him with bullets at the end. Oh, he, yeah. just, he shoots him once. Shoots him twice and again and again and again. Um, I asked a little bit of a, it's a good uh, time. overkill. Um, overkill, good joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I thought that scene was also funny because it was just like back and forth between the father-in-law and Bushemi, and then Bushemi decided to kill. Bushemi went on a killing rant that movie. Like at the end, like he just kind of cracked and started killing a lot. Only killed like two people. I know, but like two people was like more than. It's more than one. More than one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not like Grimshot, that asshole. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like this movie, I, I'm so happy we got to watch a good movie first. Because the next one's not very good. The movie we're going to watch next episode. Oh, it's great. It's, it's good. It's, it's great. It's good. I feel like uh, this really shows off like the, how good a Buscemi can be. Because like, a lot of people will just recognize his face for being in, like, I don't know, Mr. Deeds. Adam Sandler movie where he's just a guy with crazy eyes or Grown Ups where he's a guy with crazy eyes or another movie where he's got crazy I don't fucking he's always got crazy eyes <laughs> yeah but um, yeah I, I, I like you know you, you can see he does a lot he, he he brings a lot to the table to the character and he's just a fucking he's a great actor and I'm I'm, I'm happy that we picked Mr. Steve Buscemi to go through to go through all of his films yeah for until we run out of movies, or until we don't want to do it anymore, or until we get Steve Shemi on the podcast. That is the only r- way we're going to stop doing the podcast. Yeah. Well, unless, you know, the mic breaks like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, um, you <laughs> um, No, but you're going to see, like, the depth in which Steve Buscemi can act. It wasn't too deep. Like, this movie was, like, he didn't act that deep. Like, he just, he was Well, he's very, captivating. He, yeah. I love to see him in it. Like, he's, it, he, he was, steals he's, the scene. He's, he's breathtaking. No, alright. You see him like in the first few scenes. Jerry drives up and he has the um, the car. I forgot the name. The Sierra Tan. That's right, Sierra Tan. He drives up and he's in. The, and they walk into the bar, the, the the place where they're eating. And um, you have both Grimshot and uh, Buscemi there, and they're both sitting down eating. Buscemi's just there, and he's just like, he's so like, uh, what's it called? He use. He's very. What's the word when someone has like, oh, like they have like a certain position of power and they really like to use that power properly? Like he uses like his power like kind of like police. No, no, no. Like it's like <laughs> it's like he's he's very forward with like his position in the situation. He's very forward with it. And um, and then when someone then Grimshud with when but with Grimshud um, he's he's very submissive. Like, because he's scared the shit out of it. Like, he's very slight. He's spineless in the movie. Mm. He's, he's, he's spineless. And a lot of Buscemi is like, what I feel, his themes, uh, or not his themes, his movies, um, you see him a lot in movies where he might be like, a bit slimeless. Like, a lot slimeless. 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 Spineless. <laughs> Sorry. My words don't work. Like, if you look at him, he's kind of like, the, he kind of looks like a spineless person. He looks like someone that you couldn't trust in a movie if you put him at that certain person. Um... So, I don't know. They kind of touched on that a lot, um, this whole movie. Um, but in a way, like, you saw through his character, that he, his character had a heart, though. Unlike Grimshud. Like, Super Sammy actually looked like he had a heart, even though he killed two people. Don't get me wrong. Um, he seemed like he was, like, in general... Well, he like, didn't really want to kill anybody. Yeah. Like, especially it's, like, when the cop 
pulls him exactly. over. He's like, don't worry, I'll handle this. And then he shoots him. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's like moments in the film where I see like, hey, it's a good guy. It's Buscemi. It's Buscemi. Sexy he's Buscemi. shining through the role of, of this fuck called Carl and he's actually just, that was American. Um, Carl. And, yeah, Carl. Uh, and yeah, you just see Buscemi's like actual acting and it's it's, it's, it's nice to see. It, it's a, it's like a, a f- nice change of pace from seeing him in Adam yeah. Sandler movies. Apart from being like the butt of the joke. Yeah, even though he's the butt of the joke in sometimes. Yeah, funny looking. Yeah, he, he's funny looking. He's sexy looking. But he, he's sexy, but he's funny looking. It's mm-hmm. it's really subjective. Um, um, Do anything else? And when the movie kind of like comes to an end, just before he gets uh, chipped, um, the uh, Super Sammy rocks up. His face is covered in blood. He's just being shot. And um, he gets out of the car. He goes and he dumps the money uh, on the table where uh, Grimshaw's eating, and then he's like, "Here, money. There you go." And then Grimshaw's like, "No, I want the, I want you, the other guy, one of us, to pay the other guy the his half." And then Buscemi's like, "That's bullshit. I just got sh- shot in the face. I went through all this. I had to kill." And then Supersemi leaves. Grimshaw comes out with an axe. Oh, he looks and, terrifying. And then just like, just like. Swings at a right angle, kind of no, no, forty-five degree angle, right into Buscemi's neck. You don't see anything else. But I was like, "Goddamn!" Like, Go what was that? Like, it, it took me by surprise. Mm. Um, when he just got axed. Yeah. Like, just, I, I would like to take tell you that I know you you the, the director of these. You've only seen this and the Big Lebowski. You should watch more of these guys' movies. The Coen Brothers. They make some fucking. They had a similar. Bangs. I don't know. It had a similar feel to the Lebowski, even though the two different movies. I don't know, like, do you know, like how the like, some movies, some people, you could see the kind of like got that style. They've got that style of yeah. movie. I could see that in the Big Lebowski. It was kind of like that. It was very. It felt like it had. Mm. I don't know. If, they made a movie that I watched, not a few months ago. Uh, no Country for Old Men. You seen that? No. It is fucking terrific. No, I haven't seen that. Bro. It doesn't have Buscemi in it. Buscemi in it. I was about to say Buscemi. I was. <laughs> It's, it's got Buscemi in it. It's good. No, he doesn't have... Oh, fuck, I've lost my words. <laughs> um, and then, in the movie, you've also got Mike. And I'm not sure... Have we touched on Mike this yet? Or we were talking about before? It's not really important, is it? Nah, but I want to touch him on him anyway. Because <laughs> he's that, funny. Yeah, he's, he's funny. Um, so, basically, Marge is in, in... I don't know wherever she went. I, I, I don't know where. It was like Twin Hotels or whatever. Fuck Gives a gone. fuck. I don't know. She's going somewhere. She wants to go somewhere nice for lunch. She meet, ends up to meet, uh, meet up with Mike, a long-time friend. Uh, or from high school or something like that. And she gets there. And Mike is basically having a mental breakdown. And he's just like... <laughs> he's just like, Oh, Linda, she died of leukemia. This, that... Oh, I miss her so much. And she, he even tries before when he goes on his rant about Linda. He goes and sits next to her and wraps uh, Marge's, uh, wraps his arm around Marge. And um, she's really uncomfortable. And the scene is just really uncomfortable. Um, he heads back around to the other side of the table, starts ranting. And it's later discovered in the movie that he has psychiatric problems. Linda, he was harassing Linda for five years. <laughs> and he's just a creep. He is. Um... But yeah, that, that was another thing that was. Um, you just wanted to bring it up because it's funny. Yeah, it was funny. I don't know. I, I, Michael's just a uh, funny character. Uh, let's see. How many fucking pages of notes you got there, dude? Um, Did you just write down the whole fucking script? Oh, yeah, basically. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Is that it? Dinner, Sophia Lee. Uh, 
Yeah, I think that's it. That, that's basically it. That's, that's all I really wrote down in terms of the movie and Buscemi. Um, again, Buscemi did a great job in this film, even though he got an axe at the end. Um, he, well, he famously dies in a yeah, lot of his movies. Yeah, I guess so. But um, still, uh, Buscemi, beautiful man in this movie. Rest of the people, mediocre. Nah, oh, good. This is a great um, flick. It was, it was a good film. Um, it got turned to a TV show on Netflix. Oh, it did. I searched up Fargo on um, on Google, and then it came out with Fargo. With the show? The four seasons. I'm like, yeah. oh. I'm not watching four seasons I've, in an I've hour. not seen a frame of that show. I might. I probably won't. But I might. That's not There's no Buscemi in it. Yeah. So Buscemi, like, I was about to say. Why are you why are you watching a show with no Buscemi in it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Fargo. Fargo is a great movie. You should watch it. 10 out of 10. Uh, it's a yeah. lot. It's a, it's a good movie. Uh, out of, all right, let's, let's put a rating system for these episodes. Rating system? Out of 10 Buscemi eyes. 10 Buscemi eyes. What, <laughs> what would you rate this movie and... Okay, we'll do two. We'll do two ratings, right? One for the film, and, and one we'll, we'll score that out of out of Buscemi. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So out of just the film, how many Buscemi teeth out of ten? On a on a on a scale from Bushindiglicious, Bushindiglicious, Bushin dump. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so basically, in terms of Buscemi, you get to see him act. You get to see him. Uh, die fuck you gotta see yes. you gotta see him do everything you gotta see him live breathe and eat like you know yeah. you, you've gotta you gotta love this man in this film oh, you really um, have to see him do everything yeah you do you, you see do. him drive yeah fuck die bro he got married <laughs> <laughs> had kids yeah there's a whole it's just a bad Steve Buscemi yeah it's great um film itself I'll give it like a 7 out of 10 it's it's a good film and there's a lot of great films 7 out of 10 Buscemi eyes Buscemi eyes nice yeah 7 out of 10 Buscemi eyes um because it was a good film, great film, nothing wrong with it. It was a bit like, um, it was a bit not slow, but it was a bit like, not anticlimactic, but it was very, there was no like high points in the movie where it was too like, it was very, I don't know how to explain this, but it was good. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. It was good. Fair enough. Out of Buscemi teeth for the rating of how much Buscemi we get in this. I'd give it about a nine Buscemi teeth. Nine. Yeah. And for the film, out of the Bush, ten Buscemi eyes, such a fucking, this is a dumb rating system we've got here. How about this? No, uh, I've, I've already committed to it. <laughs> I've already committed. I'll probably just, give this movie about it as a whole. Do we want to write this down later so we remember this rating nah, system? Fine. So the next episode we're going to be like, what the fuck What is if we this? change it every time? So next episode, out of ten Buscemi fingers. <laughs> it's so inconsistent. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's just people, dumb. Someone will watch one episode and they'll be like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell my friends I have this great rating system with Bushin Bushin eyes. Next episode, later it's like, oh, how many Bushimi penises are you gonna write about? I'm like, what? Does that make sense? I give it probably eight Bushemis out of ten. It's really, I really liked it when I first watched it. I was like, this is in terms of Bushemis. It's just the movie in general. I'll give it a seven, seven and a half. Yeah, it's a good movie. Well, I think we're done. Yeah. I want to thank yeah. everybody for listening to this mess of a, of a first episode of The Bushindig, starring me, Carl Sell. And starring me, Anthony Monsieur Saramandov. Oh, we're bringing him there, French pullback. We're going to get him at the start and the end of the episode. We've got him, we've got him in the whole ride. Mate. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get those sweet French downloads. Yeah. And we're going to get some euros. And we're probably going to get sued for our cover picture, but yeah. fuck, who cares? We're going to get sued because we're French. Yeah. And we're going to surrender. Yeah. Good joke. With the wife. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, bye. Bye bye.